0: Welcome everyone, day five of 21 days, time is flying by, hello, hey Petal, can you confirm the sound for me, that's fantastic, thank you so much. So today is an exciting day. I wake up every morning really, really excited about finding new ways to portray the evidence, the obviousness, the logic in some sort of way, and trying to remember what conclusions I came to and how I came to those conclusions because everyone is coming to conclusions. Hi, is coming to conclusions from where they are. So today I want to talk about perspectives and the qualities of the mind because that's where I began. I began investigating and I'll tell you about all the teachers that I came through and now I understand that there's a perfect teacher at the perfect time for the perfect student depending where you are on the vibrational scale. That's why there's an abundance of you are a teacher and a student at the same time. Everything is there to provide you with the solution and the answer, depending on what problem or resistance you have stumbled across. That's why we're all perfect for each other. Um, I have my way of expressing things. Maybe it's my accent. Maybe it's my facial expressions. There are people that connect more or less with other people. And I've come across many, many teachers. Some of them resonated very, very few resonated, very, very few resonated, but there are so many, and other people um, resonated with, with, with a whole bunch of them, and then when you find something that resonates within you, and you think, this is it, I'm now going to share this with everyone, and then someone else looks at it, and they're on a completely different vibrational scale. They're not asking the question as powerfully as you are. They haven't stumbled across the problem as intensely as you are. So they're not really ready to hear the answer as intensely as you are. So then they watch this video and say, "Mm, yeah, whatever. And what is happening there is that they're not asking the question they, they'll they hear the solution, but they haven't asked the question. So what is going to happen? There's going to be a perception. There's going to be a describing of this video. And in their mind is going to be the description of their state of being and using this video to reinstate that and self-fulfill that feeling. I do appreciate you sharing um, this information with those that you believe can, it can benefit. So teachers and students, questions and answers, different perspectives. So I want to really um, help you see the definitions and the descriptions and the qualities of the mind. So once you can recognize something and you can see how it works, it's easier to pick it up. All right. Um, I had to learn something new lately about technology and before I could bounce into it and learn the lessons and see how it actually works and see the bigger picture of how I can benefit by using this technology, I had no way to describe it. So I was brought and all I could see was reinforce the belief that I have at this current platform because we're constantly having an experience so i was defining it i don't know how to do this lack all right and obviously i don't know how to do this i got an indication and the feeling was it was lack it was lack of some sort there was resistance and then it was just like I've been putting it off. I've been procrastinating. I don't want to do, like, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. And now eventually there are so many people asking for my newsletter. I was doing it one at a time. I've come to the point now where the tolerating of this procrastinating has come to the point where it's like I want to learn how to solve this problem. Like now it has all of my attention. I'm 46 year old and I've never really been techn- you know interested in technology to such a degree but it's offering me such a, a great platform that I've learned so much already and now I'm about to learn something new so how much did I tolerate the problem for um, a couple of weeks am I wanting to tolerate it anymore no I'm done. So now I've changed my calendar, and for the next week, I will be dedicated exclusively to learning this new technology that will help me automate um, and and respond immediately to my newsletters. Isn't this is going to be fantastic? So um, did it take me time? Yes, but I had the experience of what it felt like having to do it all the time over and over myself, which was nice to communicate with all of you. But now it's come to the time where I really um, cannot do this all on my own. So I had a problem and now there's a solution. And now I'm going to have another experience. And this is what I feel like when, when you're tapping into recognizing how the mind is defining. The mind can only define and describe your current environment. Your current environment is an emotional environment. It's a frequency environment. It's an energetic environment. How I was feeling was um, the lack of time. I didn't have enough time to reply to everyone immediately. The lack of um It was mostly time. So this feeling, if I now need to describe to you the feeling, it's not going to be the same thing. So this is where I want to get to today, is that the mind is only, the only structure it has is to describe your current situation right here, right now, and it uses words in your language, that you can understand. That's why you can hear thoughts, okay? So it is defining and describing my situation. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Look at you. You didn't do that. Look, you didn't do that. You didn't accomplish that agreement because you didn't have time. Now you don't have, you don't have this and you, don't, you can't do that. And then at some point, there's this feeling But then when I have conversations with people and I say, well, what were you feeling? They describe the feeling to me. But now it's a description. It's still the mind trying to describe a feeling. So when I ask the question, it occurred to me, I don't know what that person is feeling, even though they've described it with words. From where I'm standing, I still don't see their problem because I'm standing at a completely different platform. So, this is what happened. I started to recognize and look. And it said, like, that was a useless question of mine. I still cannot really connect with that person because describing a feeling is not the feeling. Only you can describe it. So, it made me understand that from where they are standing, they are feeling that pain. And from where I am standing, I'm not feeling that pain. And even though the person tries to describe where they are, so it's like all being on like these vibrational little platforms. I've got like the, the Mario Bros sort of game in my head, like there's little platforms and he hops from one to another. And that's the feeling that I had. I remember um, a few years ago, I don't know, if it was four or five years ago, I met Bentinho in Colorado and uh, I. I think he's got a video of us that um, I was explaining how it's starting to feel. And um, so now that I I, I kind of feel like we're all on vibrational platforms, so all of a sudden what has collapsed is this linear time-space reality the way I used to see things is that, you know, I have to get from A to B, and this is how it happens. Now all of a sudden I'm starting to see things like, it feels like I'm either here in this vibrational platform or I'm here on this vibrational platform and I can sense that when I am on this vibrational platform of lack of time or lack of money or lack of confidence or lack of worthiness or I'm not good enough, I'm not good at this, I'm not good at this. So from this platform, this vibrational frequency that I've just did off, all right, that's my point of reference, So I'm here now, and now I'm describing. I'm describing. I can hear my mind. I can see my mind describing that that's not good enough, and that's got. And if you do that, oh, that's going to be awful. You're not good enough to do that. You can't do that. But then I bump into someone that says, "Of course you can do that," and I and I argue. For my own limitations, because that is the only description my mind can make out of that location, that position. I Remember, when you are on one platform vibrationally, that's all you can see. So I decided to investigate this further. I went out in public. And... Um, I was at the supermarket with Marie, and my chores is literally just to drive the trolley. And she has the list and collects the items and puts it into the trolley. I began to just observe everyone in the supermarket. And everyone in there is beautiful because everyone, as it is on a different vibrational platform, all in the same supermarket. So the reality is, one supermarket, it's the same environment for everyone, but not everyone is perceiving it the same way. There were some people on a platform that were in anger, some of them were in blame, some of them were in victimhood, some of them were in despair, some of them were up here happy, some of them, we were all in different places, vibrationally speaking. Some of them were kind. Why were they kind? Because that is what they're describing. What a pleasure to see you. So nice to see you. Oh, excuse me. Can I get that? Oh, could you please possibly thank you? There was a lot of thank you and a lot of how are yous and things like that. And then the other people living on other vibrational platforms were, can't you see you're in my way? Can you move that trolley? What are you, blind? Can't you see You're not following the rules. You should be on that side of the line. All right? So what does this mean? Are they wrong and these are right because they're kind? No. So seeing this, it's like, I now know where you live. I know where you live. You live on this platform. And I know where you're living right now. You're on this platform. And all of a sudden, the desire to notice and to recognize you're basically the unconditional love of source itself, of who you really are. Yes, I refer to it as the absolute source, the ultimate vibrational frequency. You can name it and describe it as you please. It's this beautiful point of reference. So where the source of this unconditional love. What is unconditional love? Unconditional love is I love no matter what, under no conditions. Conditions are not applicable to this kind of love. It is who you really are. So compassion feels so much. You understand. You understand. You you can literally see that's where they are. They cannot do anything differently. But if I was momentarily, temporarily on a platform of despair, And someone came to me in the the supermarket and said, get out of the way. Can't you see you're in the wrong line or something like that? Now, if I was in despair, he would have offered me an opportunity to shift into anger. Oh, you're helping me feel better. But we don't see this from a bigger perspective, from the higher perspective. So if you were, were in Source and seeing everything happening at the same time, let's say you're a little um, fly on the wall, completely tapped in, and you're looking at the whole bunch of us in the supermarket, you'd get it. Oh, look at that chap. Wasn't he nice enough to make her get angry so she can just shift? Because ultimately, everything is happening for you to bridge you more and more home towards Source. So if you're in despair, remember, we need to go through. We're going to pass that room of anger. We're going to pass that room of blame. It's your fault. It's your fault. And passing through is just that we've made up rules that if you if you look like an angry sod, you know, that's not good. But unfortunately, it is the path. That's why it's called an emotional scale. You're feeling better. Until one day, I actually saw um, a little girl having a tantrum in the supermarket. Now, little children know how to feel better. They've, They've had an experience of lack. They're not getting what they want. They can see that they're not getting what they want. And then they have a tantrum. They cry. They pick themselves up. They've had their good cry. They've had their good tantrum. And all of a sudden, Shiny light, and they've got a smile back on their face, and off they've gone, they managed to go from whoa and back done in a split six seconds, I want, I want, I want, I want I want tantrum tantrum wow, wow, wow cry, 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 happy, oh I'm good so basically it 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 didn't take very long for the child, but what was happening for the mother um so now I'm just I'm going to just make an example. Let's say the mother has a belief that she's not a good mother. So the tantrum that's happening in front of her is basically reassuring, self-fulfilling the idea she's not a good mother. And now she's feeling judged, which isn't really happening. I was not judging at all. All right, She's feeling judged that what are these people thinking because that is the definition, the description of the mind. These people are thinking I'm not a good mother. I believe I'm not a good mother. How do I get my child to behave so I can prove I'm a good mother? There's so many movies that have the same thing. Basically, the script of all the movies is, I'm down here, we have an argument, there's anger. The argument consists of, I'm blaming, I'm going to get revenge on you. Then all of a sudden, it comes to the end of the movie, I'm so sorry, I do love you and we live happily ever after. It is basically the emotional scale from the very end to the very top, and that's it. So every movie I see is basically the summary of the emotional scale. And it's automatic, and it's automatic. Did you do any of that? No, you're just, the elastic has come back home. You're being called to source. You're being called towards one. And yes, you will be going through anger. You will be going through blame. You will be going through doubt. You will be going through eventually. And that's the thing. I think I wrote it down. There was an example that had occurred to me. It'll come to me. So... This is where I came to the conclusion. You can't really sort everyone out. There is no sorting out. The mind isn't, isn't really protecting you or wanting to achieve anything. It is playing the role out from where it is. It is describing the vibrational essence of that platform. And your actions are in accordance to it. So if you don't like something, your action will be to run away from it. If you don't like something, the mind will say, I don't like it. And then the action will be to run away from it. Please go on stage and deliver the speech. I'm not good enough. I'll run away from it. All right? So you can't really control your actions. You can't really control your emotions. What can you do? Notice where you are. That's what the mind does, guys. Just come to that. That's the conclusion I came to. I'm not going to argue with the mind because that's what we all do is argue for our own limitations. If you believe, you believe you're not a good person or you're not a good mother, you're not a good employee, you're not a good mother, you're not a good daughter, you're not a good trader, you'll never be good enough, you're constantly failing. That is the experience. That is happening. The mind is defining it, it is being seen, it is being felt, this is what is happening now. Is that who you are? So when you start to recognize, um, I did the experience, uh, the experiment of the supermarket, I often go out in in public and I'm walking along the street and I just observe. And the mind will judge, oh, look at that man. He didn't even allow that old lady to go in first. He didn't hold the door for her. That's just rude. Again, where am I? In which vibration I and notice? So what I'm trying to get to is meditation isn't only about just sitting in a yogi position and um, umming away what is really happening when people are sitting in that position, they're recognizing what appears. So if you're not accustomed to meditation, meditation is the time you take so you can become familiar with the recognizing effect, with the recognizing, because you are that which sees the mind and the things that it says. And if you practice this long enough, you can literally see that when someone is angry or saying words of that particular script in that particular vibrational platform only compassion can come to you because how can you blame unless you're in blame do you see what I mean This is what I'm talking about practice. I mean, if you really, really want to get, this is what I've done for years on myself because it just didn't occur to me why is it that we're all in the same environment physically in a supermarket and yet we're all having a different experience. The supermarket is neutral. That's what I say to traders. The market is neutral. It's not doing anything to you. It's either going up or it's either going down. Everything is neutral. And yet, 7 billion people on this planet are all having a different experience. And what made me wonder was when I was a young girl, I couldn't understand why what was happening. I had to argue with my parents and they were arguing with me and yet they were seeing something completely different to me. But what they were saying and doing was self-fulfilling their anger um platform whereas my platform was in abundance i'm like what do you mean there's no money (laughs) you know and if it's not here right now it'll come it's coming it's on its way you know it's the feeling of abundance so this is what i wanted to say is like if you can prove to yourself that if you are thinking thoughts that describe lack If you are feeling the, and it automatically allows you to feel the equivalent vibrational feeling, emotion, contraction of lack, so you've recognized that I am currently thinking lack, I am feeling it, and I'm experiencing it. And then you move into anger, and you can now recognize thoughts, angry thoughts, and you're defining it, you're seeing it, and now you're feeling angry. Now, wouldn't it be true? That when you are on the platform of abundance that you are now describing abundance, defining abundance and feeling abundant. So you'd probably say, and so what? But this is profound when it clicks. When the mind is down in lack on the platform, And says you've got to achieve this so then you will feel abundant. It's a lie. It doesn't happen like that. You're chasing a tail and it's yours. It doesn't happen like that. When you're defining and seeing and you're feeling it, you're having the experience. It's a misconception. If you're not feeling abundant and not defining abundance, you're not having the experience of abundance. So whatever the mind says in lack, oh, get that client or get that contract or get become partners with that company and then you will become abundant, is not true. And now your action is, Quirk, 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 stress, 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 struggle, struggle, struggle. Why? Because I don't want to have this experience where I currently am. So hang on a minute. You're in despair. You're on that platform. And that platform is offering you these thoughts, is offering you this image, is offering you this vibration, it's offering you this experience, and you don't want it? You're not having this experience? In this experience is all the information you need. What can you learn from this experience? What are you seeing from this experience? Well, I don't see anything, Raf. that's the point. Well then, this is the problem. So where is your focus now? Remember, without the problem, you can't be inspired to solution, meaning you can't turn your focus attention to the solution. I can't see it, I want to see it. But if you never do the I want to see it part, you ain't going to move. You're going to stay stuck arguing for the limitations that this platform offers. Every single platform, vibrationally speaking, offers a limitation. Because otherwise, if it was, it needs to be this room. And you will notice if you just observe and recognize That everyone, when they're in lack, they all speak the same way. Then they get together and they agree. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Oh, yeah, that's how I feel too. But they're not really describing a feeling. They're describing the vocabulary, the script of what the mind is meant to say at that particular platform. When you're in anger, there's always the same script. Everyone says more or less the same thing. I am angry at you. And then it's your fault. And then they earn blame. You see how fast that moved? So there's a script that the mind says in each and every single platform. And then there's an action for each and every single platform. So I bet everyone's been in the situation where, um, oh, what example can I come up with? Um, somebody doesn't answer you or doesn't give you any feedback of sort, doesn't give you any kind of validation. And when you're not not receiving that kind of validation, if you were feeling not good enough, it will affect you. So everyone's had that experience because everyone at some point was having, was living momentarily in that now moment on that platform and they all reacted the same way and then now they're not feeling good enough lack i'm not feeling good enough because lack is there what comes up oh i'm not i'm not going to that's it i'm not going to phone anymore that's it oh no i'm don't unfriend 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 that's the action that spontaneously came. You can't expect people to behave differently because that is the action that comes with it. It's a one-package deal, folks. To wrap it up to what I really want to get at is that everyone where they are is going to say what they're going to say depending on where they are. They're going to do what they're going to do, depending from where they are. And you can start to see patterns. You can recognize where they live. You can recognize their location. You're a Google Maps. You can recognize where they are vibrationally. And when you can see the pattern, you've liberated yourself to reacting to them and wanting them to be any different. You can see that there cannot be any difference. And the only thing that you can bring to them is if you can recognize their platforms, you can now recognize your own. And what that is doing at the same time, I notice, is that you keep highlighting awareness. When you are pointed onto recognizing certain patterns and behaviors of other people, and I did this in the breathing, 21 days remembering how to breathe, I started to notice how they breathe when they're angry. They were breathing from their chest or when they're sad, when they're feeling sad. You can't ask them to be any different and that's when I discovered this is what compassion feels like. Because I always go there. It's like whatever I'm seeing and defining, I tap in to see. Like Nazareth says, you just tap into the heart. It's like you just drop in and just notice. But nobody wants to go there. They're all up here, mind, 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 mind. What's it saying? What's it saying? When I ask someone to feel, what does it feel like? And they're about to describe what that feels like. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear the description. Go there now. Notice. Notice. if you're not noticing, you're not experiencing the fullness of that moment. And that's where lack is. Refusing to have this experience, but you're thinking it, you're defining it, you're seeing it, the experience is here, but you're like, no. And resistance. So, oh, here's the example, that came back. So I, I thought of this example. I'm trying to imagine you're in an aircraft, and you're about to skydive. Someone managed to convince you, you're like, yeah, 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 I'm going to go skydive. I know this is an experience my partner's wanting to do in her lifetime, I'm quite sure, and I probably will have to be there as well. So, skydiving. You're up there, the door has opened, you have a parachute, and you were convinced, but now... The experience is unfolding in front of you. If you just let go, you would have a a free-falling experience one in a lifetime. You don't even know what it can feel like because you've never done it before. And because you've never been in such free-flowing, you've never been on that vibrational platform. So now there's no definition. All right? This is a completely different. So now the resistance comes in. I don't want to have this experience. The experience is being offered to you. I don't want to have this experience. Oh, no, but go. No, I don't want to have this experience. No, but go. No, I don't want to have this experience. It's the resistance to the experience because you're not up to speed to that with that experience, with that platform. And therefore, because you're not up to speed with it, you don't know what to expect. You have no... Someone that is up to speed with skydiving, hell no, you haven't even started counting what, and they're out of there. They're like, yeah, here we go. That's what it means to be up to speed. So when you don't really if you have if you can't see it, you can't define it, and you have then there's no indication. That is the unknown. So I in my planning tomorrow today, um, I discovered that in um, one of Joe Dispenza's books. I've read all his books. I absolutely love the man. It's about exploring different feelings. And when do I do that? In meditation. Every morning. And before I go to bed. Meditation is a part of my daily routine. Because that is the time I allow myself to be with myself. Without definitions, because the definitions, what happens with the definitions? I'm not calling definitions, but you do know I'm talking about the mind because definitions and descriptions and labeling is all part of how the mind functions. It's the quality of the mind. So I, I just take my, I take a break from defining today and recognize recognize what the noticing what is noticing what knows the mind so the more time is spent so out of the 24 hours I dedicate maybe eight hours to sleep let's say eight hours to sleep I dedicate um, a certain amount of awake hours where I'm actually in enjoying the description and the labeling and being on a certain platform, playing with contrast, playing with limitation to see what I will be inspired to. And then I said two, three hours a day. That is my preference. You are most welcome to start with 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes, as you please, to recognizing and just checking back in. But if you are constantly in description mode, if you're constantly in defining mode, and if you're constantly arguing for limitation mode, that's where you will experience. You will experience more of what this vibrational platform is offering. This vibrational platform wherever you are on the emotional scale is offering you language. And now you believe to be the language. I've noticed that people say, I am sad. Oh, I'm Rafaela, nice to meet you. And that's obviously not what they meant, but I get, I get the part. We're actually speaking as if we are the definitions, as we are the descriptive tool describing this emotional platform, this frequency platform, this energetic platform of where we currently are. Sad, sadness is an indication. It's a feeling. It is not you. I am happy. No, you're not. Happy is an indication happening right now to indicate where you are on the platform. Our language is misconceived here. It's, it's not true. You are not happy. And happiness, now we've just converted an indication happening right now, as a noun. So we've gone from a verb to a noun, like let's just make this all up. The, the names that we've given to these different frequencies happiness, sadness, blame, revenge, anger, whatever name, you have never been any of it. You are currently indicating your location, energetically speaking. That's all. You are feeling. And you just name it. I am feeling excited right now. I am not the excitement. I am that which knows the excitement. And that's the experience. And if someone would come in here and say, hey, I'm in a bad mood. Excitement's not allowed. Cut it out. I'm not having that experience anymore. I'm moving now vibrationally. Or I'm noticing where they are and it does not affect me. I can continue to just milk that excitement. Free will. You have that. but it was so beneficial to just begin to notice i spent a lot of time noticing because i was not it something just didn't ring true that unless we all agreed on something we will we will be happy because that's what the mind said to me i, I really really hear it i heard it clearly until we all don't agree on one thing that peace is the right thing to do that this, the following the rules and everyone pay their taxes and no one do nasty things to each other, then we'll all be happy. Then we will all be happy. Not everyone is living on happiness platform at the same time. Everyone is having their own experience, vibrationally speaking. And as we all begin to notice, we are not the emotion. We are not the thoughts that is describing your current situation. Ah. So that was very beneficial for me and I am now describing it to you that I've given up on asking anyone or anything to be any different. I am now exploring the different sensations of What are those emotions I've never, ever experienced before? What would that feel like? Now, remember, I can't see it. I want to see it. What have I not experienced before? What have I yet to experience? Like, I've gone out in the bushes, so now I'm like, I'm not interested in what's down there anymore. But guess what? I might need to go down there in order to get a... And that's what we're going to do next week about the desires, about what contrast offers us. I'm not afraid to go into the bushes anymore because I know that if I just allow myself to have a temporary experience, there will be desire, there will be inspiration to then want to say, I don't see it. Ah, I now want to see this. Now the contrast is seeked, willingly. So do we want to eliminate despair and lack? How does lack serve me right now? How does the lack of time serve me? What will it inspire me? I have identified the the question, I want to see the answer. I have identified the problem on this vibrational platform. But we'll get into that, I promise. Next week will all be about the benefits of each and every little shade of emotions and how I've come to appreciate them and, and absolutely love the peaks and valleys because that is what it is. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. I never So in every vibrational platform, every single vibrational platform has its peak and its valley and it only goes up and down. Can you imagine if you would take your current peak, meaning your current high in that vibrational slice, and put it at the valley? So your highlight becomes your, your valley. And now reach for a new valley, uh, For yeah, reach for a new peak. So you're constantly creating a higher. So now my valley is I didn't have enough time. So now how much time do I really, really want? How much time do I really want to dedicate with focus, with passion, with I want to do this instead of I have to do this? Do I want to feel the lack of time or do I want to feel like time isn't an issue? Right now, I was feeling a lack of time. What would it feel like if time wasn't an issue? To do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. You see where I'm going with this. Let me see, anyone had a question? I don't don't see a question. Skydiving is the scariest thing ever. (laughs) I don't know, I haven't done it. And um, the scariest thing Marie's ever made me do is zip lining in Costa Rica. That was, I was not up to speed with that. I was not up to speed with that. Whereas she was spinning and off she went and she was having a great time. Whereas my heart was in my throat. I was pale as pale could be. My heart was beating, beating, beating. My re- my breathing was literally non-existent. And uh, I was obviously not up to speed. But the funny thing that happened, that there were 12 zip lines to eventually get down from this massive rainforest up in the air and we were really going fast and by the time I got to the end the last two I was enjoying it by the time I got down like let's go again what happened I needed eight of them to get up to speed because I finally let go I was so resistant the first the first one like I don't want to have this experience I don't want to have this experience and my heart and my whole body just resistance, resistance, and I was in utter pain. And then all of a sudden I got angry with Marie and then I blamed her for putting me in a position that I didn't want to be there. And by the time I got down on the 12th one, I was hugging her and holding her and thanking her. Oh, that was a magnificent experience. And this all happened in the area of what, maybe, you know, 45 minutes. I went from utter despair and fear, out of fear to, oh, thank you, darling. That was lovely. And notice how many platforms you're actually crossing over and just realize the, the, the back and fro and the beauty of it. Notice your language. Every time you say, I am so sad or I am so fearful. Are you? What is fear? Fear is a temporary indication of where you currently are. It is describing your location. Welcome. You are now room 22. That's all. It's got the, it Don't take it personally. It's got nothing to do with you. Who you are is the one that sees it. Recognize this. Recognize. Take the time to just say, you know what? Definitions and descriptions, because that's what I call them now. I don't even refer to the mind as the mind. I'm in describing mode. I'm describing my location. No, thank you. Who you really are has no location. It doesn't have a designated room. It is who you really are. Is aware of all the rooms. And there are infinite, eternal rooms. Your current location is not your home base. You don't need to stay there all the time. You aren't there all the time, but you don't realize that. The problem you think you have is there to inspire to look at the solution. Will you turn the other cheek? Not yet? Not a problem. No one's in any kind of rush. The longer you stay there, the longer the problem will become more and more and more intense. So that means now you're looking for a more and more and more inspiring solution. The solution will be utterly tasty to you. I have a different relationship with the mind now. I look at it more often. I spend more time just noticing it, noticing how it operates. It's become my subordinate in the sense that we have a great relationship. I allow it for for it to take me on spins here and there. But my, my regular routine in any experience is tap in. I spend three hours a day in meditation, noticing and imagining. I love it. I absolutely adore it. I have the ability to imagine. I'm using it. I have the ability to focus. I'm using it. Use the tools you have because those are the only ones that you actually need for anything. You already have everything you are designed for. When you're thinking and feeling and you're having the vibration, then your body will react, your cells will now be equivalent to that feeling. The better you feel, the better you feel. Now, having a better experience, your cells or your body, your breathing, everything is, everything modifies according to where you are vibrationally. So are you actually achieving anything when the mind says, I have to achieve this in order to be happy? It is a lie. It doesn't. You are not achieving anything because you cannot achieve anything. You are only a temporary resident on a platform in order to have an experience to inspire you to a new conclusion. So then you can move. Once you move, now you're thinking and seeing and feeling, and now you're going to have that experience. It's it's logic here, guys. If you're sitting in lack and the mind says you've got to become this in order to do that, you'll be spinning around in circles because you cannot achieve anything that is out of that frequency. Let me put it this way. You will not win a million dollars if you're sitting in lack. It'll never happen. Where do, you want, where do you need to be on the emotional scale in order to have that experience? That is the question. What vibrational platform do I need to be on in order to have that experience? But if you're trying to get the million dollars in order to stop feeling lack, what's that going to do? What is a million dollars going to do for you in lack? just going to give you headaches because in lack, then you've got to find a way to hide it You've got to find a way to not spend it because if you spend it, then you've got, you're going to be lack. And if you're still not feeling worthy, I mean, even if you buy companies and whatnot and you're not feeling important, no one's going to give you the importance. It's just going to rattle off. Just move out of there. Do you see what I mean? It's, the mind will make up this crap it will make it up because it needs to self-sustain. I'm not important, I'm not good enough, let's get a million dollars and then we'll all feel better. It's a misconception. And it'll keep doing that, so then it'll strain you to try and achieve something that unfortunately in that platform you cannot achieve. In fact, I did a, a case study, it's about 25 minutes, it's a video. Um, I'll post it under this video, Um, for traders to understand um, sort of how it sort of works in 25 minutes. But I've got little diagrams and pictures. You might enjoy it. Um, That if you're in one state of being and you're trying to achieve something, the frustration will just hit you because you're trying to achieve something. You're trying to achieve something. You're trying to achieve something, but you're standing on this step But if you'd stand on this step now it'd be easier to reach wouldn't it it's like really like something's too high and you keep jumping oh i can't reach i can't reach i can't reach well if you'd get a step or two on a different platform oh that's effortless there we go that was easy that feels easy so to sum it all up we've been at it all day that become familiar with the language of the mind. Notice what it says and how it feels when it's there. But remember, don't try and describe the feeling to someone or even to yourself. When you are defining and you notice yourself in blame, for example, stop for a moment. Recognize, I'm blaming. Stop it, notice what blame feels like. You allow yourself to have that. You tap in. Who's tapping in is basically awareness and noticing. So you've opened the door to the source of who you are to come in. Remember? So wherever you are on blame, now the resistance is gone. The definition, the description has quietened down. Bring in the element that notices. Bring in the element that knows. That is you. So please, make peace with your mind. It's it's just a tool. It'll only do what it knows what to do. Notice the characteristics of the mind. Notice the habitual actions that the body takes because it just follows the lead of the mind. You cannot do anything different from what you are doing in that moment because that is what the action will fulfill in that one. When you're in lack, there will be crying involved. Crying will help in that lack. Notice your breathing. Allow yourself to feel these emotions. Allow yourself to feel the emotion because by feeling the emotion, you are releasing resistance. By feeling the emotion, you are releasing resistance. By feeling the emotion, you are releasing the existence. But feeling has got nothing to do with describing the feeling. If you are describing the feeling, you are not feeling. You are simply describing the describing. You're not doing the feeling. The feeling implies you notice. Do not describe a feeling. The feeling is indicating your description. Feel what you have described so you can know where you are temporarily. Thank you, my loved ones. We shall see you tomorrow for day six. Oh, time is going by so fast. Have a great day.